Welcome to Fashion Designers Get Paid, a podcast for burnt out fashion designers who want to ditch the toxic rat race, say bye-bye to backstabbing bosses, and work with brands who value and respect them. I'm your host, Heidi, and I believe that you can do things differently in your fashion career. Because the truth is, most industry jobs will underpay and overwork you, and having your own brand is far from profitable. Let's also be honest, most of them fail. So if you actually want to, well, be a fashion designer and get paid, the best way to do it is as a freelancer. Now, maybe you've been told that brands don't accept remote freelancers or that freelancing means being an exploited temp employee working full-time without benefits. Or to work freelance, you have to be a rock star expert with all the skills from design through development. I'm going to show you that it is possible to be a real freelancer in fashion, work remotely with brands you love, and make money, even if you're terrified you don't have all the answers. You got this, and I'm here to help you do it. Burnout in the fashion industry is legit AF, and I know what it feels like to want to just quit and find another job outside of fashion. Back in 2009, I was there, and I almost said bye-bye to my fashion design career altogether. In this episode, I'm sharing my personal story on when I wanted to quit, why starting a fashion brand wasn't the right path for me, and what I decided to do instead of working in-house or having my own clothing line. If you're fed up, on the edge of burning out, and ready to say adios to your fashion career, there's something I want you to consider before you make your final decision to quit. The next 10 minutes could be just what you need to hear to give it one last go before abandoning the industry that you were once so passionate about. Let's get to it. Hey, real quick, before we jump into the episode, if you're sick of being tied to a desk and want more freedom in your day, I want to help you. Snag my free limited time training, How to Freelance in Fashion, even if you're terrified, you don't have all the answers to learn my five-step freelancing framework so you can work for yourself in fashion and get paid. Get instant access at soheidi.com slash freelance. We'll link it in the show notes. All right, now let's get started. Have you ever asked yourself, maybe I should leave the fashion industry? It is a tough question and I'm not going to tell you the cliche advice of consider your goals and think about how transferable your skills are. There's enough generic career content out there like that. What I will tell you is my personal story when I considered leaving the fashion industry and how instead of leaving, I wound up finding something that worked really, really, really well for me. Now, if you've been listening for any amount of time, you might know what that spoiler alert is. But for whatever reason, if this is the first time you've been listening or watching, you might not be familiar with this alternative career path. And I'm not talking about starting your own fashion brand. We'll get to that in a second. Listen, the truth is that burnout in fashion is legit. And the idea of quitting can feel like a massive relief, all right? Maybe you're desiring more of a work-life balance, you want creative fulfillment, you want also to get paid fair, and that is a trifecta that is hard AF to come by working in the fashion industry. Here's what I want you to know first, is that you're not alone. This is a super, super common place to be. But the reality is that changing careers and moving to a new industry is not always as easy as it sounds. You might be looking at jobs in other industries and wondering, how can my skills transfer? You know, the idea of starting a new career completely from scratch is super, super overwhelming. Um, I've been there and a lot of people that I've talked to in the fashion industry have been there too. So way back, we're talking like 2007, six, seven, I built a fashion brand and it was successful on some levels. I was 20 something. I had no idea what I was doing. I did not go to fashion school. And I grew it to about $40,000 in like the second, third year. On paper, back in 2007, six, as a 20-something, that's very successful. But the reality was I wound up 
hating that fashion brand. I won't go into the details, but let me just tell you, fashion brand is not what it's cracked up to be. So I decided that maybe working in-house would be better. I luckily landed my dream fashion job and I thought I have made it not so fast. The office where I was working was crazy toxic. There was a lot of backstabbing, a lot of catty coworkers, super long days, long hours, crazy harsh treatment from bosses that like love you one day and then hate you the next. And that got really old really fast. I wasn't passionate about the product. The brand wasn't sustainable. And I was like, I want to be innovative in fashion. I want to feel like I'm changing the world for the better. And that is not what I'm doing in this job. At the time, this was 2008, 2009. I was getting paid $22,000 a year. Even back in that time, that was a really, really low wage considering how much work I was putting in right? We all know the grind, the 60, 70 hour work weeks, the staying late, coming in on the weekends, and none of it felt like it was worth it. I'd lost a tremendous amount of confidence and tremendous amount of self-esteem. And I didn't feel like I had anyone to talk to about it. Worse, it felt like other people I knew in fashion were getting ahead and I was kind of just there getting left behind. So here I was feeling super burnt out and I was seriously considering leaving the industry altogether. So Maybe you're there. Maybe you think you're getting there, right? If you feel like you're constantly tired, you're overly irritable, you're losing motivation. These are all signs that you're like reaching or are on the edge of burnout. I don't know about you, but when I was working in house, I had meltdowns like Sunday night, I would have the Sunday scaries and I was like, ugh, going to work the next week. It never felt good. Okay. Now, the reality is, yeah, changing jobs, changing industries can help, but sometimes, like I said, that's not the easiest path. Maybe you can find a new fashion brand to work for, but sometimes it just gets worse, right? Now, if you want more sustainability in fashion, you want to work for yourself in fashion, you want to work with brands that you love, you want freedom in your day not to be tied to a desk, and you want to make a fair wage, it kind of feels like an impossible combination in this industry, right? I was not able to find it in a traditional fashion job, and you might not be able to find it either, right? And so where are you at right now? You're like, what do I do? I just have to leave the industry. Well, not so fast, right? So we already know that starting a fashion brand might not be the best path for you, okay? The reality is it costs a lot of money to start. It costs a lot of time and is really, really, really hard to succeed. So way back in 2008, 2009, when I was in this toxic job, I was like, I'm going to try something different. I had no idea what I was doing. I had nobody, I didn't know anybody that was doing this. I wasn't sure when or if this would work. And I was terrified that I didn't have all the answers, but I decided I'm going to try freelancing. I'm going to try being a freelance fashion designer, right? And this is back in 2009, way before COVID, way before remote work and fashion was even a thing. Okay. Now, when I talk about freelancing and fashion, I don't talk about these temp jobs where you work on site essentially full time for one brand. And then in three weeks or three months, when the gig is up, you're basically unemployed again. Those are temp jobs that is called permalancing. And it is technically illegal in many situations. We have an episode on that. I'll link to that in the show notes. That is not the type of freelancing I'm talking about. I'm talking about real freelancing in fashion where you're in control of your own business. You have freedom in your day. You get to work for yourself when and where you want. You set your rates. You work work with multiple brands and you get to choose projects that inspire you. All right. Now, since you're working remotely in this freelancing situation, you get to work with brands all around the world. Now, immediately your, uh, your alarm might be going up and saying, but 
brands don't allow remote freelancers. And the truth is that some of them don't. Big name brands in cities like New York City, LA, London, the big fashion hubs are likely not your clients. But the reality is that there are thousands of brands out there that you've never heard of that actually prefer to hire remote freelancers. That is how I found freedom and creativity and work-life balance in the fashion industry. It's how I was able to earn over $100,000 a year while working 30 to 35 hours a week with brands I truly cared about. It doesn't require any money to start. All you need is some software, Adobe Illustrator, maybe Excel. You're looking at less than 30 bucks a month. It's quick to start. I have people who have gone to my free trainings, have listened to the podcast, watch here on YouTube and gotten clients by using my advice in the same week or the next week, all right? It is what I teach inside my premium program, Freelance Accelerator, from surviving to thriving. We call it FAST. And my students have very similar experiences. A lot of them have considered leaving the fashion industry. Some of them have even left the fashion industry and now come back as freelancers, realizing there's a different option. They can do this on their own terms, all right? It's exactly what one of my students, Alexandra, did. She was being super underpaid in her fashion industry job and she considered quitting. Um, she's a technical designer. She started freelancing. Within two months of freelancing, she was making more in one day as a freelancer than she was making in two weeks at her old industry job. This has happened for a lot of our students. I'll link to some episodes below that you can check out to hear their stories. But the truth is that if you want to be in control of your time, your life, your day, be in charge of what brand you work with, this is how you do it as a freelancer. So if you're considering leaving the fashion industry and you're on the edge of burnout, listen, it is up to you, right? I know a lot of people get into this into the fashion industry because they just love fashion. You're obsessed with it, right? And that's where I was at. I really, really wanted to make it work. And to me, it was safer to try freelancing than to try finding a new career altogether. Um, even though when I decided this, I was pretty young still, it still feels daunting to go down a different path, right? And freelancing can feel daunting too, but it felt like a more exciting path that was still in line with my goal. So if you're on the edge with your freelance or with your fashion design career or TDPD pattern maker, whatever your role is, I would highly suggest you consider thinking about freelancing in fashion. It is a tremendous opportunity that a lot of people in fashion don't even know is an opportunity. So if you're curious, we're going to link to some great um, episodes and other resources below. I'd love to help support you on your journey. You got this. You're doing great. Thanks so much for listening to the Fashion Designers Get Paid podcast. If this episode inspired you in any way to get out of the mass-produced rat race and get your fashion career out of the hands of toxic corporate bosses, just like one of my students did, Alexandra, who makes more money in one day of freelancing than she did in two weeks at her old industry job, Yes, true story. I'd love to help you take control of your own destiny as a freelance fashion designer or TDPD pattern maker, etc. Get instant access to my free limited time training at soheidi.com slash freelance. We'll link it up in the show notes. And of course, make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. We release new episodes every Monday to help inspire you for or help you get through the week ahead. You got this. Me and my team are rooting for you.